Hi everyone, welcome back to the motherfucking show. I hope you had a good week. I think I always start off with that. Have a good week, have a good week for yourself and have a good week for me because I'm not having a good week. But that's all okay. Today we have someone else to talk to today, which is exciting. I wanted to share and give a little bit of insight into my childhood, who I was when I was growing up, who I am now. And I guess you can see from a third party perspective, what type of person I was and I am and what it's like to essentially be my sister, having a sister from hell, aka me. Introducing Miss Jacqueline Foe. Hi Jacqueline, welcome to the show. Hi Jennifer, it's good to be here. I feel like everybody typically says they're good to be here because obviously you're talking to me, but also it's just like a typical response because also like what else do you say to that, you know, like I actually don't want to be here. You actually made me come on. (laughs) I want to pass it on to you first. Let's get right into it. Tell us about... Tell us a little bit about, I guess, your childhood in your words and growing up with an older sister and what your kind of childhood was like in terms of family and everything like that. Yeah, sure. So, hi. I didn't get to introduce myself. Go ahead and introduce yourself. All right, cool. Go for it. So, my name is Jacqueline and I am Jen's little sister, only by two years, but I feel like growing up, Although our age gap was only two years, I always felt a lot younger than you. Um, I think just because of the way we kind of matured, you matured a lot faster as well. And I guess it just worked out that way. And I, I always saw myself a lot younger than you are. I think it was mainly also because we were really interested in different things. I think we were never very very close like we've always grown up together being quite close with our cousins and each other and our parents as well but I think because we had would you say we had such a I guess difference in interests um, our friends were also very different we never connected in the way that we connect now I definitely agree we definitely liked different things I actually don't know what you liked though I feel like I was I would say I was more into like pop culture very like at the time type of things where let's say let's take it back to like when I was even in high school like I was just into things that were popular at the time whereas with you you were into like Disney Channel like Wizards of Waverly Place you know Korean drama even and I wasn't really there Mm. or I just didn't really have any interest in that so we definitely had common interests in our activities in our extracurricular that our parent our mum and dad put us into but outside of that if you were to identify it as who you are in in a certain friendship group as well I think that was really different I was very much into movies tv shows I also really like crafts I remember doing a lot of like DIY stuff which I feel like you would think would be cool but not something that you would be into doing with me yeah like I always admired your creativity like you were definitely always that creative person of the family always making paintings that um, our dad still actually he still hasn't hung around the house which is very cute I actually I probably should take a photo and um, upload it to to Instagram so everybody can see what we're referencing but she was always very creative um, loved good YouTube videos. she started started making YouTube videos when you were really really young as well because you just liked that whole like DIY creative kind of route which I always admired because I could never really understand it in that sense like I could never sit down and enjoy painting you know like I do it but am I fully enjoying it not really Mm. um I want you to kind of expand more on how you thought of me when I guess we were growing up and your relationships with our cousins and um our brothers your 
parents as well. Tell me a bit about that. So I think because we are on the topic of the whole sisterhood thing, I'll I'll start off with you. I think I our whole family was were very close. I feel like I was always close to I always felt close to you in terms of like distance because we'd always do things together. We were always right. kind of together in the same house and stuff. In proximity. Yes. Sorry, in proximity. I, I didn't realise it until a little bit later that we were so different. I always saw you as an older sister not really like a sister who I could share all my secrets to etc etc because I had my friends for that and you also had your friends for that too which is okay right so I did see you as the older sister of someone who would you know protect me or be there for me whenever I needed you so it was more so like that but I feel like now our sister relationship has changed so much I see you more so as a friend more than anything too you're the first person i go to to talk about anything and i can literally tell you like anything you know like you know more about me than anyone else does and i feel like you're i also really enjoy going to you because i know that you good you give really good advice back as well and you always kind of challenge my thought which a lot of people don't do a lot of mm. people would just agree yeah i think on the back off the back of that it's because I guess as sisters, you almost have this sense of entitlement, right? That mm. you're, because we are so close, I could, I can be very honest with my opinion with you. Let's say, for example, you were to go to a friend with that type of the same situation that you were going to come to me with. Sometimes your friend will, could think, oh, am I overstepping? Like, I don't really want to, I'm just a friend. Like, that's not really my place. Whereas as a sister, because we're bound by that blood i guess and because of how we how close we are and how we grew up i know that anything that i would tell you is what i would do myself and i would want to myself and i wanted to add on to something that you kind of said before about how you always saw me as like an older sister when you were younger and now you see me more as friends for me my relationship with you i always felt like and even sometimes now it does bleed into it like i always feel like i mother you a lot like i am like a like a mothery figure. It's really weird. Like now I've only kind of thought about it in the past few years, but now I see you kind of like as a, a, a best friend and a friend. I don't know if it's like a sister, older sister instinct and a mother instinct, but I think sometimes they can go hand in hand or sometimes they can kind of intertwine. And I'm sure a lot of others, if you guys have younger and older sisters as well, sometimes the older sister feels like they just always need to protect the younger one. And it almost kind of comes across as like a motherly instinct or like a motherly figure. I totally agree with what you're saying. I feel like that was the whole mother instinct kind of kicked in more so when I was young. I felt like because, I don't know, and maybe this is just my thinking, but I always thought that you thought that I could get easily taken advantage of. 100%. Um, and I could be very easily manipulated, which like to an extent like you're you're right so i know like you were really protective and i'm pretty sure all my friends were scared of you <laughs> like i think anyone who knows us know like thinks that you're scary but you're not as in well a lot of people say that you have that exterior and when you get to know you you're just so completely different but even like as i look at you and even if i was coming from someone who didn't know you or just knew you at a surface level you're definitely not that type of person who is, you know, mean or... Uh, yeah, I think to an extent, yes, because there's there's ways that I've acted in the past when I was younger that can definitely come off as bitchy and just really unwarranted behavior. Like I was a, a child who was like trying to protect someone else and just acted towards other people in a way that you just don't treat people so I can definitely you know fault my wrongs there for sure but I think also as we get older as your friends also mature and get older I'm able to see them more as an equal rather than someone that again like kind of like a mother like oh are you taking advantage of you know like my little sister or what are your real intentions like I always felt that I was scared that you would be stepped over and I didn't want you to then to come to me and you know be upset or be sad because 
I felt really, I guess not, the word isn't responsible, but I would feel just guilty because I would think that, well, what can I do more? What could have I done to prevent this? When sometimes when things happen like that, you know, you kind of just learn. And I, I'm sure you've learned a lot from your past as well. I, I, I don't want to get off topic or anything, but I do remember you telling me. So whenever I have a problem, right, I, I go to you and I'm like, oh, you know, this, 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 that. And then I feel like you always have, like, you feel what I feel. Very deeply. Yeah, do you think that's like that whole sister kind of instinct that kicks in? Because do you get that feeling with, for example, your other friends? To a certain extent, again, like I think definitely having a sister, siblings in general, I think sometimes when I hear their problems or something like that, it does affect me a lot because then I take it on as my problem and I'm still trying to kind of separate myself from that because... I just feel, you know, that's their life and I can't control what they do or I can't control the results or whatever. So I I am on that process of kind of not making it my own problem. But I feel like I do it especially so for family. Sometimes with my friends as well, like it does upset me when my friends are upset. Like I would get that like secondhand upsetness, I guess, or get angry as well when it really wasn't even my problems. Like some people can be like, what the fuck? Like, why do you have to not necessarily get yourself involved, but... I do admire people who can kind of just separate that, but I just feel like I feel a lot. Like I feel a lot of emotions and feelings. And sometimes when people come in to talk to me or when you come to talk to me, like I really just put myself in your position and I feel everything that you also feel, which is sometimes why I can be so worked up about things or yeah, like I guess like very emotional about certain things that I typically maybe don't need to be. To give a little bit of context as well, Jackie and I are, I would say we're very different people in terms of personality, where we have very similar morals and I guess goals in life. But in terms of personality, if you were to meet us, it's kind of like fire and water. I'm the fire, I'm like, you know, very fiery, very outspoken, and she's the water, the calm, the more logic I guess so I Jackie I want you to kind of expand on that and tell me a bit more about your personality what type of person you are and also having a sister in this kind of (laughs) who's just batshit crazy (laughs) so I feel like growing up with a sister like you with that personality it's there's good and bad let's just leave it at that in terms of your personality The good things about it was being very protective as well, which I feel like I needed that. I would probably say because you can be quite hot-tempered, we would get into a lot of arguments and I feel like it's just really small arguments, right? It can be just something very minor like I didn't wash the dish or I left something out and you would be upset or angry and then that would make me really sad because I get very emotional. Particularly if it's someone I love and if I'm getting you know told off by someone or if someone's angry at me, that affects me a lot as well. So I think we both have a lot of emotions, but we just handle them a lot differently. So you might scream or yell and I would cry and tell mom or something like that, right? What a fucking tippy topper. Anyway, um, I've copped a lot from mum with you telling on mum, but very warranted because I need to be disciplined like that. Mm. But I feel like sometimes because I am the youngest as well, I can really use it to my advantage. So sometimes when it would be something not really my fault, but just something very minor, I would just tell mum, but I would just make like a really big deal out of it. So then she'll tell you off. So I feel like I can be manipulative in that way towards you. That's interesting because I never felt like that. I always felt like with our family, typically, especially Asian families, the youngest is always like the most loved and the most spoiled. But I genuinely never felt that. I felt like if anything, for some reason, maybe because I was so upfront with what I wanted and potentially like a difficult child quote unquote, I felt like I always got everything. Like I was always given everything and you weren't, which sometimes I now also kind of feel guilty about. Like 
I don't know why. Maybe they will just give it to me to like shut me up or whatever. Or this is like small things, you know. But sometimes I do feel like I, for some reason, always get more than you. No. In in anything, I don't know. But yeah, that's really? just what I think. Yeah. I I definitely don't think it like that. I feel like because our family, like we we definitely didn't have like. I was younger, so I got spoiled the most kind of thing because we were so young to our two older brothers. We were both equally like spoiled, I guess you can say, by our brothers, not by mum and dad. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, in terms of what you say, there were times where mum would just be like to me, "Oh, you know, just like let it go or whatever." And because for me, and I guess the way I kind of handled things as well, it never really, really affected me. So if it was something that did, I would say it, and and I just would always be upset and sad. But because it was something that I felt, oh yeah, like it's only that it was some it was something that I could let go quite quite easily, and it wasn't I I didn't make a big deal out of it. I guess I think in also in terms of how we handle arguments. So if we were to get into an argument, and it, especially even now sometimes I'm not going to lie, like if we blow up, I always feel like the need to have. The last say, or need to be right, or to prove myself that I'm right,、mm. because I like I know I'm right, and I need to have the last say. And the moment I've said it, I will have this realization five seconds after I've said it, and I just feel so terrible. Like I feel really bad. And the thing I remember with you is that when something like that happens, you're very good to. You're really good at like silent treatment. You know, like I'll be, I'll be, I apologize. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And she'll just be like. She won't say anything, or she'll be like, "Yeah, it's okay," but like you know that it's not okay. And I'm like, "I'm sorry, like I'm sorry, like I'm sorry, I I was like this or whatever." Like I actually don't remember. I I do remember remember a little bit now because I feel like now I don't really give you the the silent treatment too much. I think because I knew you were in the wrong at the time, so getting you to apologize or feel bad, it was like, well, it doesn't really affect me at all. Like I can either just stay silent, I can forgive you. Like it doesn't really matter. But maybe I just wanted to torture you, torture you a little bit more.、Mm. I feel like that's also in our personality as well. You're very direct, but I'm very. Is it is a word called submissive? In a sense, yes, I think so. Yeah. yeah. In saying this as well, we don't like we didn't spend our whole childhood just like fighting each other. You know, like we really, when it comes down to it, it always came from a place of love, because. I think as siblings, sometimes and as sisters, sometimes you just have more of an expectation for each other than you do for, say, like a friend. So if you did something, I'd be like, "What the fuck? Like you are so fucking stupid. Why would you do that?"、Mm. When I would never really say that to my friend because I never like you don't know them in that on that type of level. Like you have that friendship, and you it's not that it's surface level, but it doesn't get deep to like the root where. You are somehow then impacted.、Mm. So a lot of the times when we would get upset or, you know, when we get into these fights, really for me at least, it just comes down to this expectation that I had from you. You should have known better, or I expected more of you out of this. Why did this kind of happen?、Um, I have a question, and correct me if I'm wrong as well. But from your perspective, do you feel like I was kind of someone? Who you could kind of take your anger out on, you know, if you ever felt really, really angry and you just had to kind of let it go, then I could be the person to do that. I don't think I consciously knew that I was doing that. It might have been something that I definitely did without my knowledge, if that kind of makes sense. So let's say, for example, if I was having a shit day, and you, you know, you just come up to me and then you're, you're like, you say something that. Doesn't align with me or whatever, then I just like blow up. Like I never really think that because she's my sister, I've got this excuse as an excuse that we would always make up, and that's why I would, I can just kind of take it out on you and be upset with you. I don't know why. Like I think it really it does come down to just the expectation that you kind of have on family to know better or to have the exact same thinking as you. But I think you've you've come a long way though in terms of. You know, from when you were younger till now, like you've definitely, like we've definitely gotten into less fights, but also like, I feel like we kind of don't drag it on for that long. Even if it's something like very small, we just kind of deal with it and we move on exactly like that 
photo I was talking to you about before about that I don't the know. meme I'll call it a, yeah I'll call it a meme photo it's basically about the sister going you know why'd you take my stuff I hate you blah 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 and the next morning it's like do you want to go to the shops together or 100%. something like that that's literally us yeah it, it's literally us which it's funny because I always I always thought that it was only our relationship that was like this right but to see it as a meme and to see how relatable it can be to, to so many other sisters as well it just I was like oh okay like it's I guess it's quite common yeah it mm. is it is it is a common trait in sister relationships mm. but yeah like on, on that as well you've, you've come a long way I think now though because you have matured and you're kind of getting into a whole like reflective period of my life yeah yeah for you it's like it's good that you kind of now know when you've said something or when when you've hurt someone and you can kind of realize that so soon rather than I feel like before maybe you didn't realize that you were wrong at all 100% I think it was really difficult for me to say sorry and difficult for me to see that I was wrong because I literally thought that I was right. At this point in time, I'm just I'm just going to accept that that was the person that I was. And I, I think it still does come out now, but it's not like a constant thing, which I think, I guess is refreshing for you. How funny, I remember like, even if we have our big fights as well, it's always both of us crying. Always leads to both of us crying. Mm. I remember the, I think our last fight, what, do you remember what it was about? So I think for some reason we got into some type of argument, even talking about it now, we can't really pinpoint what it was. But I remember like driving in the car and we were going to the gym and then you were like, turn around, I want to go back. And then I was like, what the hell? And I just kept driving and I was like kind of scared that you might open the door. I think... I'm so traumatic. Something happened. Eventually we turned around for a bit or something happened but when we got to the gym I think I was full crying and then you were also crying as well right no okay I can't remember what the actual see this is it's just funny because I feel like with with fights with sisters you can never even like remember what it was but Mm -hmm. at the time it was like so big right I just remember I was like let's talk about it now before we go to the gym and she was like no I don't want to talk about it now and I was like well I don't want to be upset with you and I don't want you to be upset with me while we're training because that's the thing with me it's like I didn't want to talk about it now not because I was just like just leave it it's because I knew I was going to cry and obviously I I don't want to I don't want both of us to walk into the gym with you know mosquito bite eyes or something looking so puffy so I remember just saying like let's leave it let's go to the gym and then we can just discuss it later right I felt like because I was able to kind of handle things okay if we were to go to the gym. But I think for you, it was something that was so major that you would have been so uncomfortable with. Exactly. That's always been my thing. Like, if we've got a problem, let's just sort it out now. And I would rather just, yeah, hash it out then and there. You need that time to kind of like cool down and like, you know, to not get upset. Maybe you say something that you don't mean. Whereas I'm just like, no, like, let's just speak about it now, now, now. And Yeah, like, I think eventually we both ended up crying in the car, (laughs) sitting outside the fucking car park, cried in the car, talked out a bit, and I think we just got over it. Yeah, we got over it. I can't even remember what it was about. I definitely agree, though. You want to solve it then and there, whereas I feel like I can say something that I don't mean because I'm acting out based on my emotions. And I need time to reflect and analyze before I can say anything. And that's what I find works better for me. Very mature. Thank Love you. that. I'm the older sister. The light just flickered. That's fucking scary. And also, there's a thunderstorm. <gasps> anyway. I'll just say one more thing, and then we can get on to the more positive aspects of our sister <laughs> sister relationship, which we have a lot more than you know all the fights and stuff, but we all know that's a little bit more juicy than the rest. I would definitely say in terms of letting things go whenever we fight, I feel like I am really good at kind of bottling it and just throwing it in the ocean, right? Because I find that when I was younger, whenever you would upset me or do something, I just kind of sit with it. I feel really, really bad. But I think I've gotten to the stage, and maybe because it's happened so many times, where I can just be like, well, why am I letting myself feel this way like I feel shit right now so let's just like leave it let's just let it go so I can feel better and I feel like ever since I've done that 
my quality of life has just shone through. It's just, it's, it's, it's amazing. Is that only specific to our fights or is this with everyone? I think it's with everyone. I don't really get into a lot of fights with anyone else apart from you, to be honest. <laughs> As you know, I'm very, very sensitive. That's something that I, I haven't said. I am very sensitive. So if someone looks at me funny on the street, I remember that. But I'm trying to let myself, it's okay to be sensitive, but don't let it affect how I feel. So if I find myself being feeling a bit sad or upset that someone looked at me funny, I'm just like, well, like, why am I feeling that way? Like they probably didn't mean it. And I just let it go. That is so good. Like I'm so over holding grudges. I'm so over like not liking people. It's just, it's so toxic for myself. And why am I letting myself feel this way? You know, the only person that it's affecting exactly, is you. Exactly. That's a lot of emotional maturity that I think you have established from a really young age, which I think is great because I don't think I was able to do that. I think I'm just more, I was just more of a reactive person. And I think I was speaking to someone about it more recently as well. Sometimes I feel this guilt that I've always carried with me and perhaps maybe will always carry with me how I treated you when we were younger. Like sometimes I think about, you know, like things that we fight over or whatever and just how it made you feel in the moment and I wasn't aware of how my words were coming across, even though it didn't mean it like that. I wanted to hit it where it hurts, you know, that was the type of person that I was. And now I just always feel like, you know, maybe Jackie could have been a, you know, different person, or maybe she wouldn't have certain insecurities if I didn't treat her in a certain way, or I didn't act in that way. And I don't know, like sometimes I'm just scared that I, because of how I was as, a kid to you it could have changed you as a person in kind of your upbringing like if you're really timid like is it because you were like always like essentially bullying her this whole childhood and I was also scared that I feel like one day Jackie is just going to like blow the fuck up when we were getting into fights and we've literally spent half an hour talking about how much we fucking fight but we'll get we'll get into the good stuff just in a second it's just good because i think we just grown so much from it did you ever feel like that like did you ever feel like i definitely thought of that i definitely thought wow like why am i handling this so well and i was like one day i might blow up and i kind of expected that to happen but it never did and i feel like now moving forward i don't see myself doing that I feel like I'm happy that I've, I've kind of gone through this and we've we've gone through like all the fights and stuff because I'm more like emotionally put together. Mature. Yeah. You can handle your emotions very well. Yeah, yeah, I can. And because I have so many emotions, it's really encouraged me. It's basically forced me to, to, to learn how to do that. All the fights that we had, it was a learning, learning experience. It was practice, right? Wow. Pretty much. I definitely don't think I can blow up even yeah, if- I, I mean, I, I don't think you it would be a now type of thing. Like, I don't see you as that type of person. Mm-hmm. You never know, mate. You never know. She's hiding a knife under her pillow. But also, our cousin, Lily, she did say... it's. I think it, it ties into something about astrology. Mm-hmm. So, I'm a Capricorn. Lily's a Capricorn. If we have younger sisters, we are there in your life to, like, either teach you a lesson or for you to learn from or something like that, something along those lines. Like, she'll need to, um, yeah, she's got to correct me. I, don't, I think I really butchered that. But something like that, something mm-hmm. along those lines. But also, that's just dependent on how much um, into astrology or whatever you are. Mm. So is that your kind of way of um, justifying yourself for, <laughs> telling, <laughs> for being a bitch my whole life? Uh well, maybe. When, what I think about it is at the end of the day, like I always, like I love you more than anything. Yeah, sometimes I always feel like even with siblings, oh my God, I don't know why it's making me emotional, but like... <laughs> cry, 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 cry. Oh God. I just have like so much love for my siblings. The way that we were brought up, our parents really, and again, I'll give you a bit of context. I think our parents really pushed into us, like the importance of family and always having each other's back, never being jealous of each other's successes Mm -hmm. or 
if someone's in failure, help them out. They're your siblings, they're your sister, your brother, your cousin, all that type of stuff. And I think maybe that's why I, because I've been brought up like that, I have this like protection thing. Like I will always need to protect my siblings and I always have so much love for them. And no matter what, like no matter what you can do, I don't think, even with cousins, I don't think I can ever just like step away and be like, well, this is, this is on you now. And I feel like that's how we've, like that's translated into how we deal with our, like our fights and stuff as well. But mum particular, if mum didn't kind of instill that um, in us as well, I, I don't know, like who knows, like we may have not been as close as we are now. Definitely. Maybe all those fights would have led us astray or something, but thank God for that, right? <laughs> That's why sometimes I also think it's difficult for us to maybe understand or see it in another family. So when my friends or whoever come to me to talk about their problems with their families or their siblings, it's difficult for me to understand because initially, I guess, even before acknowledging that, I just be like, yeah, but she's your sister or like, she's he's your brother. Like, your blood you have to get over it because that's how we were raised i guess i just had to acknowledge that and understand that not all families are raised up like that so everybody handles siblings and uh sibling relationships very differently and sometimes the other person is actually a bad person i know that my siblings you no matter what you do you're not a bad person and you never would do anything that is bad for me you know what I mean? Like, even though it might seem as bad or whatever, you thought that it would be good. So, onto the good parts now after 40 minutes <laughs> of fighting. I think the really amazing thing about having a sister, and I think our sister so close, is that we spent so much time together. We did so many things together. Also, in- including our extracurricular, like what, swimming, dance, and tutor and stuff, and handstands in the backyard oh with God. our cousins and trampolines oh my god what's that game called where it's like the the mother goose oh my god that mother goose explain that okay so basically maybe you play with like a group of four so there's a mother goose at the front and then you link um waists arms on waist so you make a chain and then there's a there's some there's like someone who's trying to get the baby goose, which is the person on the tail, is on the very end, and the mother goose has to try to protect everyone. That was so fun. Is that an actual game that people come up with, or did we just come up with? No, it I think I think it was like an actual proper game. Mm-hmm. We didn't just make that up mm-hmm. ourselves. We used to play running around the car. Running around the car. This is this is something. Sometimes the things that I feel kids nowadays will miss out on. Sometimes we used to literally have a eight-seater old beat-up fucking van that was parked in the garage or whatever. And the sliding door was broken. I'm pretty sure one time we drove and the door door fell off. The fucking door fell off the fucking car. Can you believe it? Yes, believe it because it happened. So we would all... So let's say, for example, four of us would stand in one corner and running around the car would be, what, the first person? Like, you just start... Or maybe it's just two people. And you're literally just chasing each other around the car. Running mm. around the car. We used to play librarians. We used to play like the funny show or something. Like we used to have to make up like a funny act. And then you would get a rating of how funny your act was. And then obviously the person with the highest score wins the funny show. Shit like that. It was just so wholesome. It was. It was. I used to love playing teachers with you. I feel like that's something that I, I always remember where I think I'd be sitting on the bed and we used to have that sliding like, cupboard with a mirror and you would write... A, a built-in, a built-in yeah, mirror. And you would write like the subject of today. And that's something you wanted to be, right? Like You wanted to be a teacher when, when you were younger. That's what mum said. When I was really young, yeah. but not so much during high school. I don't think I saw myself as a teacher. But I think with everything that you do you can kind of always be like teaching others in that certain aspect. You were really everything. Like you, you took on all the occupations. You were a teacher. You were a hairdresser. The time you cut my hair. <laughs> so freaking short. And mum had to fix it. Yeah. So when I was younger, we were both young. I think we were playing yeah, hairdressers, whatever. And I think if you've never cut hair as a child, you just think, it, you, you, when you cut it, it's like cutting a piece of paper. It's just going to come off. So I grabbed a bunch of her hair and I was like, this is going to be fine. And I started snipping, but it 
didn't snip all the way through. So it was kind of a bit of a struggle. It's like cutting hair. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like cutting like a bunch of hair. So I remember it came out. So obviously I looked at the result and I was like, fuck, I'm in, I'm in trouble. And I remember kind of comforting her be like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. Like, we'll just cover it here. And I was trying to like cover it up. And I think she was looking at it in the mirror being like, oh, well, it doesn't really look fine. I'm like, no, 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 it's okay. And I think, yeah, eventually my mom found out. I mean, I probably got in trouble for that. And then, yeah, it was fixed. But I mean, those are the things that I guess we share as sisters that sometimes I feel bad for one child, single child family type thing because you sometimes don't get that, especially if you don't maybe have a close cousin as well. It's things like that. It's just, oh, it just warms my heart. It's so cute. I think something to also make note of as well is how we basically did everything together. School, tutor, all the extracurricular activities, we did it together. We were pretty much Swimming, ice skating, dancing, everything. Even in school, and I, I don't know if this was more of a logistic viewpoint, but I remember we all went, this is me, you and I, and what, four of our cousins all started at the same school. And then when one of our cousins moved in year four for like the OC class, is it year four? Yeah, you move into another class. It's like a special class, the fucking nerd, Lindy. She moved and we all moved schools. And I don't know if that was because it was just easier to pick up all the kids from school at one school or if it was because they wanted us to be together. And I think it was because of both to be honest. So everywhere we went, we were together. This is Jackie and I, and this is like our extended cousins as well. And I think that was so comforting. It's just so comforting knowing that we can always, you can always just have someone there. And no matter what is going on in your life, even now, I feel like if for whatever reason, if I were to drift with my friends or if I were to have falling outs or whatever, I feel like life is all not that bad because I will always have my sister, I will always have my brothers and I will always have my cousins and my family essentially. And it's just one thing that you never have to think about. Like your career could be going fucking bonkers and something else could be going down or like whatever. But sometimes I feel like those things don't even matter that much because I have such a good family and I never really have to think about like family problems or family dramas or someone's fighting with someone or you can't talk to this auntie or no, we're not talking to you, this sister or this brother. We've never grew up with that. And that is something that is so special and Mm. so refreshing. And that's definitely attributed to how our parents, especially our mum, raised us. I agree. How funny, because I remember people would take off school because of family problems. And I used to think, but like, what what family family problems? problems? Mm. Like, what could it possibly, possibly be? And I could never pinpoint it until, yeah, I can still never. Well, you know. Yeah, I mean... A lot of the times as well, it's it's probably like adult problems. And I think what mum says to me now is she never wanted their problems to become the children's problems. So she never wanted that scenario. And good on her because that never happened. You know, like if she had a problem with someone else, it wouldn't affect how we would see that person. And I think that is quite refreshing because... Sometimes as kids, when you can judge a situation in a wrong way, or that's the only mental capacity that you can kind of read that situation, you might have a certain view about someone when really when you get older and then even now mum doesn't like to tell us about kind of problems or whatever, but now you can kind of make a more, a better judgment about the situation and you kind of can really assess it in a mature and I guess like the right way as opposed to kind of resenting someone for something that they did maybe when you were really younger or something like that but again like this is contextual like I'm just saying like small family problems I'm not saying like anything that's like major you know I agree I agree I remember her and dad always saying we'll tell you when you're 18 we'll tell you when you're older yeah this is older this is older stuff. I think on that as well, it's like, it was good though, because if they were to have told us something, you're not at the age where you are able to kind of make that judgment anyways. So it's good that they, they waited. And I was like, why? Like, what's it going to do? Mm. But it can do a lot because it can play with your mind and you start to view people in different ways. Exactly. 
and you just take on the burden of something that a kid shouldn't have to take on and she was really good in separating that so mm. yeah this is all good parenting as well guys yeah, right very good parenting i think we were just very lucky so we previously very quickly touched on how we were so different in terms of what we liked what we disliked etc i feel like now though our interests have kind of started to merge yeah we still have some differences i feel like you're more like spiritual you're more kind of into that self-development which i am getting there but i feel like i am just not there yet but i'll get there one day but i am on the same path basically i'm just a little bit behind right you're dabbling into it dipping your toes in exactly um which is nice so whenever we have conversations and you know i i love days where we just spend time together i love them so much it's i feel like we get like one we get so much done because we go to the gym we go on a walk so we're also getting our physical uh, exercise but we also talk about very not deep but very important things and it's always things that you don't always talk about with your friends when you're out partying or when you're at dinners it's, it's very different and i don't get that conversation with like the friends I have, unless it's like we're having a DNM night, you know what I mean? Would you say for yourself? I would say I'm a little bit different because I feel like sometimes my friends have similar interests in that already. So those conversations happen quite organically. Like we start getting into it and then, you know, we just get into this hole of kind of speaking about it. And I feel our conversations are sometimes very similar to what some of the conversations I can have with my friends. Um, so in that sense, it's a little bit different, but definitely I think we do have those I, I love that you're kind of dabbling into that and you, you know you've got your interest in like bts and korean like music or whatever and i i feel like outside of that i am kind of more interested in like the gym or working out also if you can hear the rain just we're having a fucking storm in here so i, I can't control the weather unfortunately but yeah, so I think in that sense, like we have similar interests, but I feel like now we just have more similar interests rather than differences. I don't think we have anything that I completely don't like. Like, yeah, I'll have it. I'll listen to a, a BTS song and I'll watch a BTS fucking video here and there. But it's not like, whereas when we were younger, where everything that you liked, I actually did not like. Like I just didn't have any interest in it. And I don't think, I think that's why we couldn't really connect because I was quite mature for my age. You were uh, still very youthful and you would connect with more younger people as well, like our younger cousins, whereas I was with more like our older cousins. And I think now that we've kind of all grown up, we've all merged together. And I thought that was really nice what you said when we basically had like a dinner, a cousin dinner together. And you kind of said, you know, I feel like I've, change from being like the younger cousin always kind of like the baby in the family and literally her nickname is like baby in Vietnamese in the in our family and she can really relate to where we are at now in our life she's kind of maybe having similar problems or you know going on the same path that we all are now which is really really nice and I think that was like a very big like maturing level for you yeah because like i remember that dinner i was just like whoa like i understood so much and i could totally relate as well whereas i feel like maybe a few years ago whenever we had those dinner parties and stuff and you guys would be chatting about that type of stuff it's like i just couldn't really relate to it and it's not something that i could really understand and it honestly wasn't something that i was interested in to be honest so I like, and that's why I like hanging out with, with the younger cousins and playing tips and hide and seek and all that shit. But I feel like now, like, yeah, we are all maturing and we're all like sitting at the table talking. And now there are the really, really small ones, like the seven, six year olds. The nieces are, and nephews. Yeah. Kind of just like doing the running around and it's, isn't it funny? You just yeah. see like this whole generation, even though we're kind of still within the same generation because of that age gap, they're going to kind of go through all of that as well, which mm. I think is really exciting to see, yeah. but also scary because it's like, oh fuck, I'm old. I'm getting old. Something else I find really funny as well that we have in common which used to be completely opposite, is the clothes we share, right? Tell me about that, please. We used to have real... Like, I would say we used to have really different tasting clothes. Completely different. This bitch loves, like, grandma-looking clothes. 
I still love grandma looking clothes, but you're growing into grandma looking clothes yeah, too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I used to, like, I, the clothes that I wear are very kind of out there, love color. It was not really like a black and white clothing, pretty much. I was never like that. And I would never be like that, to be honest. But I, fi- I found that as we were going older and we started to kind of shop you know, at the same stores and stuff like that. Our, for some reason, our sense of style has merged. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think it's funny, like you come home and you're like, oh, you know, you show each other what you guys bought. And back in the day, you're like, what the fuck? This is so ugly. I'll never wear that. And I'm sure you were like that to some of my clothes as well. But I think there definitely was, I want to say it was when I was like, like 21, even 2019. When it was more like you'd bring home stuff or like you do like a little haul or whatever. And I'm like, that's actually quite cute. Or like, that's actually really nice. And you're like, really? Like, I didn't even expect you to like that. And even now sometimes like we're like, you know, like there's sometimes there's things that I don't think that she'll like. And then I show her, I'm like, dude, like she really likes it. And I'm like, yeah, like that's so weird that like I never thought that you would like it. But yeah, our style in clothing is kind of becoming like one. I feel like I've always really liked the clothes that you that you bought so i'm just i was always a fashionista still sometimes my style is very questionable there are some things that i might take oh i love shopping at glee markets some things i might take and i'm like oh is this cute and she's like what the fuck but now you i spent f- money on that but yeah I, i'm glad now that it has kind of merged because like sometimes i'll be wearing something going out and i'll say well this is from Jennifer's closet she got this this is my cousin's shoes this 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 and I love how we're able to share the clothes one because we are similar size um and two because we now have the same style I know a lot of people are a bit iffy with sharing clothes and this is even sharing clothes with their own siblings and whatnot but I think with us because it's literally having four closets I can get something from you. I can get something from Lily. I can get something from Lindy, whatever, like all our other cousins. We like to share clothes and I think it's just so much more convenient. And if you don't have something, someone else will have something. But that's just how we always grew up because we were always encouraged and not even encouraged. I think with an Asian household, it's definitely forced to share. Um, But I love that. I love that. I'll also note why we have been talking so much about us uh, you know the sister kind of relationship and not siblings including our two older brothers i think the main thing and jennifer can you can hop in whenever you'd like is because of the age gap because there is a such a big age gap let's say what 20 years so rather than looking at them kind of like we, we still look at them as an older brother but more so as kind of like a parent because they have kids they have their own family so we were always we always looked at them kind of like a father figure a right father figure right or like an uncle which is nice because we were freaking spoiled by phil and um phil and frank and and our sister-in-laws as well so that's probably why we didn't talk about about them too much just because you know they went off to work we didn't spend as much time with them as well we were a lot closer with our cousins than we were with our siblings in terms of how much time we spent and also the age gaps as well i would say that you were a really big influence in my life i know that you copped a lot from mum in terms of getting tattoos no piercings all of that i remember coming home and my hair was dyed and she got pissed off at you right (laughs) isn't that backwards but i think that's just what a sister does we always cop it first when i got tattoos or when i got piercings she was like if you get it your sister's gonna get it and i don't want two kids to have it and that's why she didn't want me to have it but i was more like I want to do it because I want to do it. Mm. And whatever. If Jacqueline gets it done, she can get it done. I also feel like because you got the piercings and, t- and the tattoos, I was like, ooh, like, that looks really cool. And that looks really good on you. So I wanted to get it as well. And so you definitely, like, you were a really big influence in, in my life, not just with the tattoos, but with anything. Growing up, your parents, especially I think from like an Asian background and an Asian culture, your parents definitely they put more pressure on the older child 
because they know that there is an influence on the younger child. And this is exhibit A, you know, like you saying so yourself, like you were a big influence on this and that. So that's why they do want the older child to do the right thing. And it definitely is, there's truth behind that. And I'm happy that, you know, I can, I guess, impact you and influence you in a positive way. But I also, I guess, kind of know that even though I can do things that you may not agree with, I feel like at this age, you have grown into yourself where you can be like, no, I don't want to do that. Even though my sister's doing this, like I don't feel the need to have to do that as well. Like, I think now I don't have too much of an influence on you in like those smaller things. I definitely feel that in terms of kind of picking and choosing and seeing, oh, like this is good or this is something that I want to do. So I'm going to take on this. I, I don't think like piercings and stuff is like bad or anything. And I have no regrets for myself. I'm happy that you kind of saw it in that way because that was exactly what I was what I was going to say. Yeah, it's very trivial. Like those things are just small, like it's not a big deal and I think it's definitely more of just like the culture that we grew up in, like mum doesn't want this like certain image or whatever. But relative to bigger problems or bigger things that I could influence you in, it's it's nothing us as older sisters like we just we just cop it like I knew that when you got the piercings and the tattoos I knew that I was coming home to an angry mum who would direct the and the anger or whatever she would just yell at me but that's fine like I think that's what that's what older sisters are for I think just through everything that we've experienced it's been so lovely to kind of share it with someone so loving and so just like you just have a very beautiful soul and you always are i guess even as a younger sister i feel like i'm always like this is kind of the person that i want to be as well like yeah like i definitely look up to you in terms of how you also treat other people and how you can regulate your emotions and deal with your emotions in such a good way it's really inspiring and your creativity as well like you want to pick up something you're gonna do it she's a very big go-getter which i'm definitely learning from thank you so much for coming onto the pod and sharing your experience and opening up about our beautiful sisterhood that we've established we'll wrap it up but before we wrap it up jackie's gonna let us know and take it away with the gem of the app i would probably say well basically what we've pretty much talked about the importance of having a sister or having a good supportive sister relationship whether it's a friend who you see as a sister or whether it's even a mother anyone pretty much i think it's so important because it's you know they play such a big part in your life in terms of how they influence you they're that person that you can go to to seek comfort when you're feeling upset or if you have a problem or if you just need a second opinion op- pretty much um so it's it's important you know so whether or not you're close to your sister i guess what advice would you give to someone who was in a situation where that just wasn't in their scope They either don't have a sister or they have a sister, but they are not close, maybe in the way that we are. You can always reconnect with them because I, it's true. Like I I know a lot of sisters who aren't close to each other and obviously I, I never understood why, but just because it's maybe the way that you were raised or, you know, something that they did, just reconnecting. And kind of doesn't mean that you can't change that, right? Exactly. But it again, it's up to the other person as well. Like if the other person's being a dickhead and they just don't want to connect with you, then there's no point forcing that. But I think definitely what you said before, where find it, you can try to find that type of friendship or that type of connection in a friend, in starting with yourself. Like we share something very special, but I think it is because we are a certain way that we are able to really immerse ourselves in the connection that we have. If I was like a shitty person and you were a shitty person, I don't think that we would have this sister relationship that we do have. So perhaps it even just starts with you first and really kind of looking inwards because I feel like if you're a really good person, there's very little reasons why you can't attract similar people to you. In our kind of situation, we've gone through ups and downs, but 
the baseline there is always love. And as long as we have love, we will always share love and we will always have kind of love for each other. And that's the most important thing in sister, sibling relationships, brother relationships, in friendships, in any kind of relationship. Even just like doing this pod as well and reflecting back on the childhood and all the like even the fights as well like i like i i like reflecting on that type of stuff the good and the bad it's brought us to kind of where we are now at now right yeah and i think i i for me i feel like i actually have like such a large respect for you as well because of all that stuff in the past i can look at you and be like wow like she she's such a strong willed person how the fuck did you manage that well, like on that as well, I, I never got to, you know, talk about you. You know, you always talked, you always talk a lot of good stuff about me and I always hear it, but I feel like you don't hear enough from me or maybe from, you know, any other type of person because they always say that you're hot tempered, blah, 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 blah. But like one, like one, you've come such a long way, but you know, you've played, again, you've played such a big impact on my life. I've just always admired how independent and how strong you are. And that was something that I feel like I lacked and I am still lacking in, but something that I'm working on. But it's just very admirable to see you do that. And you're just so disciplined. You're very disciplined. All those things. And you've gotten so much for yourself and you've achieved so much. And I feel like you don't get told that enough. Thank you. That's really nice. It's. I feel like this quickly turned into like a whole sappy... Yeah. Is that sappy? I don't know. What the fuck is Some cheesy, cheesy thing. Well, this is the first and last time you ever hear it from me. So. <laughs> I'll just make the most of it. I think that's why sometimes our relationship and our friendship works so well because we're kind of so opposite. And like I said before, like you're the more softer type person. So I learned a lot from you and... I guess like I'm a more harder or whatever type person so you will learn that from me and I think we bounce off each other really well and I think not only my relationship with you but like my relationship with a lot of people it always it's because we're so different and because I'm able to learn so much from them but it's just really nice also to know that you know we don't have to be the same personality but we can always connect and we can always establish this this friendship that we have yay i think that wraps it up for today's pod that wraps it up but an additional thing this is this podcast the length of this podcast is literally going to make up for all of the short podcasts that i've had and the episodes that i've had where people are like that was too fucking short well bitch it's an hour and something so we'll just keep going we're going to do another am i the asshole segment so i've chosen this one and i've read it i've pre-read it but it is a little bit more family related. So I thought this one would be a little bit more interesting. And all you have to do is give your comments and your two cents at the end of this thread that I'm going to read. And then we can like quickly discuss it. Am I the asshole for telling my wife the lock on my daughter's door does not get removed until my brother-in-law and his daughters are out of the house? My brother-in-law, his name's Sammy, lost his home shortly after his divorce 10 months ago. He moved in with us and brought his twin daughters, Olivia and Sloane, 18, with him and a couple of months ago. His sister, who is my wife, and I have one daughter named Zoe, who's 16, and she and her cousins aren't close but get along fine. Olivia and Sloane have no respect for Zoe's privacy, none. They used to walk into her room and take everything they get their hands on makeup phone accessories clothes school laptops etc zoe complained a lot and i've already asked the girls to respect zoe's privacy and stop taking their things my wife and sammy saw no issues with this after all they're girls and this is typical teenage behavior i completely disagreed last straw was zoe bought a 60 dollar mac makeup kit so mac the makeup brand that looks like a paint set that she saved up for over a month and one of the girls, Sloane, took it without permission and ruined it by mixing shades together while using it. Don't know much about makeup, but that's what Zoe said when she found the kit on her bed and was crying. I told my wife and she said 
She'd asked Sloane to apologize, but I got Zoe a lock after I found she was moving valuable belongings out of the house because of this incident. So Zoe was going to like move out or whatever because she was upset. Sammy and his daughters saw the lock and weren't happy. The girls were extremely upset. Sammy asked about it and I straight up told him. He said, my daughters aren't thieves. It's normal that girls of this age borrow each other's stuff. He said, Zoe could easily get another makeup kit for 15 bucks at Walmart and shouldn't even be buying expensive adult makeup in the first place and suggested my wife take care of this defect in Zoe's personality, trying to appear older than she is. That's fucking retarded anyway. He accused me of being overprotective and babying Zoe with this level of enablement. I told him that this is between me and my wife, but my wife shamed me for putting a lock on Zoe's door for her cousins to see and preventing them from spending time with her, saying I was supposed to treat them like daughters, then demanded I remove it, but I said this lock does not get removed until her brother and his daughters are out of the house. She got mad that I was implying we kicked them out and said her family will hate me for this. So I reminded her that I let Sammy and his family move in, which is something her own family refused to do. So she should start with shaming or blaming them for not taking their own son and nieces or granddaughters in. If it wasn't for her family's unwillingness to help, we wouldn't be dealing with this much disturbance at home. Everyone's been giving me and Zoe silent treatment and my wife is very much upset over this. Am I the asshole? No. Can you expand on that and explain why? Okay. Um, First of all, I understand why the two girls might think that it's okay to go into someone else's, you know, room and stuff. But because they're not chummy at first, the best thing to do is to ask. And it sounds like Zoe, the dad's kid is quite uncomfortable with that happening and so as much as for us cousins and sisters it's okay for us to share we've already developed that and we already know that it's okay but for her for zoe it's not it's as simple as that i i might see it one way but someone else might see it like it's fine but i think that's just respecting someone else's um privacy privacy right right? and belongings exactly And I think the fact that you mixed the shades up in the color palette, I mean, even if you were to borrow it from someone and you mix up the shades, it's MAC. It's not like it's cheap. That's pretty upsetting. (laughs) 100%. So I definitely agree with what you said. And I think you just said it perfectly. I would, I just want to say ditto and agree with everything that you said. I think it's different, especially if you were brought up sharing And that's why I wanted to read this to you because it kind of touches on how we as cousins share everything. But that's something that we established at a really younger age. And I think even when you're borrowing your cousin's stuff, it's not like you're just going to fuck it all up. You know what I mean? Like you still have to respect their stuff, even sometimes more than your own, because you know that it's not technically yours. You're still borrowing it. They're letting you borrow it. So have that, have that respect and take care of that belonging agreed so not the asshole in this case in our opinion i don't think there is an update but that's was there anyone that contradicted the no a lot of people are saying not the asshole to be honest there's the top comment that says not the asshole don't back down. You are the only one sticking up for Zoe. If her cousins want to use expensive makeup, give them your wife's. I guarantee she won't appreciate sharing anymore. They need to start behaving appreciative like guests. I can agree with this to a certain extent because let's say, for example, our household, if Lily or Lindy were to come over to our house or Jess, any other cousins, then you pretty much treat it like your own house. And I think that was something that was quite funny when people are first introduced to our family, like people think it's kind of weird that we just go to Lily and Lindy's house and we just open up the fridge and just have a look as if it was our own house. And people are like, what the fuck? Like, it's not even your own house or we'll just go there and we'll eat and we'll go home even though they're not at home, something like that. But that's just kind of how we were brought up and our cousins aren't guests in our house. And that's a lot of Asian culture, family background type thing as well but definitely very important what you said where that hasn't been established in the beginning and 
they aren't as close. So they don't really have that privileged or you're not really allowed to do that because you haven't established that both ways. We'll wrap it up there. Thank you again so much for coming on. I really enjoyed speaking to you. It was really nice and really, I guess, comforting hearing everything that you had to share and say. And I think we will continue to grow and our relationship will continue to grow. But it was just really nice talking to you and having a chat. And we'll definitely get you on sometime soon, more sooner than you think. I really enjoyed being here. I feel like I'm going to leave and my heart's feeling really warm despite the cold. Thank you again. We hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. If you do, let us fucking know. Let us know if you want Jacqueline on again as a guest. Even if you don't, I'm still going to bring her on anyway because I do what I motherfucking want. Have a lovely, lovely week. Do you have anything to say to the listeners? I need a pee. There you go. There's a cue. We love you. Thank you again for staying all the way till the end. Have a lovely week and I will speak to you very soon. Bye.